Father, we are living here with actionable result-oriented action. If a man have understanding, his understanding is demonstrated by what he does. Understanding is not is not something vague. Do you understand? When you have understanding, you will know by what he's doing. You know, when when they are to, when Peter preached, after he preached, people had understanding, right? The question they asked is, what can we do? What can we do?
And that will be pray, Father. We are shifting, we are shifting. Our actions, our actions are different, our orientation are different. Look right with perfect understanding. What Jesus began to do, I had to teach. There was a doing of understanding. There is a doing of understanding. Marco Salabanda, a rebel speaker after the Bible was explained to that man, after spirit did it explain, he took a nation of the baptism. We are living here with the determination to cause a change, a determination. To this service to your hands that you be glorified. Holy Ghost, that your name will be praised. And we will live here renewed in energy. To go out, to go and cause a difference, to go and make a change. In the name of Lord Jesus. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the living Jesus. We are not shouting hallelujah very well. Praise the name of the Lord. If you are glad to be in the presence of the Lord this morning, praise the name of the Lord. Amen. The Bible says in the book of um, Psalms, chapter 124, Psalms 124, I mean, sorry, 122, verse 1. I was glad when they said to me, said to me, let us go to the house of the Lord. And if you are if you are glad this morning, can we shout hallelujah? To the King of Glory, can we shout Hallelujah? Praise the name of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Can we begin to worship the name of the Lord? Can we begin to adore His name? Let's give Him all the glory. Let's lift His name higher. He's worthy of our praise. He's worthy to be praised. Forevermore. Thank you, Jesus. I will say wherever two or more are gathered here, you are in a mist. We know that you are here. We worship you for that. Rabba Baba Supenaka Barra Baba Baba Radabas. Recupa Rabanama Simina Barando Stepina Baradiata. Oh Rabba Baba Barra Sepecuta Radabanas. Jedamanaka Barosiata. Oh Jesus, we welcome you. Jesus, we welcome you. Holy Spirit, we welcome you. Rabbeta Namas. Jedabaranabakomenaba. Yes, we will bow down and say you are God. Every man bow down and say you are King. So let's start right now. Why would we wait? King of glory, feel this love. Just wanna be with you. Oh yes, Lord, just wanna be with you. Oh, King of glory, 
Just wanna be with you. Holy Ghost, just wanna be. Yes, we will. Bow down and say, You're God. Every man, every man, bow down and say, You're king. Bow down and say, You're king. So let's start right now. So let's start right now. Why should we wait? Why should we wait? King of glory. song one more time. Yes, we will. Bow down and say you are God. Every man. Bow down and say you are king. So let's start right now. Hey. So let's start right now. Right here. Hey. Why should we
Yesu 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 Orukore Sinihide Nibodo Aye
Jesus. Oh, I love the days of my life. I'll be here. I'll be here. Worship. I just want to worship. Oh, I love the days of my life. That's what I've been called to do. Jesus, mighty name, we worship. Praise you, the Lord. Praise you, the Lord. Can I get a hallelujah in the house? Praise you, the Lord. Every living soul, praise the Lord. Every living soul, can I hear you? of God. Hallelujah. This is all we've come to do at the place of the altar. To worship. To worship God. Praise God. And as the choir gets ready for the administration, there's just one word for someone here this morning. I want to say you're welcome to the place of the altar. This is where we meet with God and God meets with man. And we always come here to receive an encounter. And I don't want us to be unaware of the presence of God because you and I, we are here for an encounter. So I want us to relax in the presence of God and be sensitive to your word because your word is surely coming. Praise God. I just want to talk to someone this morning about release from the clutches. Release from the clutches. You know, when I checked the definition of a clutch, I realized that there could be two ways. You have the clutch that has to do with the car, and you have a clutch that people say holds things tightly. So when I checked for the meaning of clutches, it said it means to grasp something so tightly, to grasp something tightly. It also says that a clutch is a mechanism of connecting and disconnecting the engine. If you drive here, I know that we know all about a clutch. And I want us to look at the book of Acts chapter 2, verse 24. Acts chapter 2, verse 24. I want to read from the Berean Study Bible because that was what captured what came to my spirit. Acts chapter 2, verse 24, from the Berean Study Bible, it says, But God raised him from the dead, releasing him from the agony of death, because it was impossible for him to be held in its clutches, because it was impossible for death to hold Jesus in his clutches. 
And if you check the good news translation, it said it was impossible for death to keep Jesus as a prisoner. This morning, I want to say, if you have been in prison, I want to tell you that you have come to the right place. Because the Holy Spirit is here. And the Holy Spirit is here to do two things. According to the mechanism of the car, the Holy Spirit is here to plant the clutch so that you can accelerate. If you drive here, you know that when you press the clutch, then the brakes can begin to engage. Then there can be acceleration. What the devil does is that he puts a man into a point where he no longer can help himself. He is in prison. There is no acceleration. There is no movement. But this morning I've come to tell you that if you have been in the prison of death, if you have been in the prison of agony, if you have been in the prison of the adversary, I want to tell you this morning that the Holy Spirit is here. He's driving the car of your life and he has put his leg upon the clutches so that you can begin to break on and accelerate. If you were in gear one before, the Lord is set to take you to gear two. If you have been in gear two before, I'm here to announce that you are going to gear three. All I'm telling you this morning is that you are motion bound I say you are motion bound and you are not only motion bound you are accelerating and that is the plan of God for us this morning as we prepare our hearts for the word of God the Bible said in Acts 2 24 it said it was impossible for death to hold Jesus in his clutches and because it was impossible for death to hold Jesus in his clutches the Bible makes me to know in the book of Romans Romans chapter 8 from verse 9 can someone help us with Romans chapter 8 verse 9 because that same spirit in Jesus is in us Romans chapter 8 from verse 9 can you help yes yes Thank you, my sister. He said, if God is conditional. So which means you can make up your mind this morning if the Spirit of God truly will dwell in you. If the Spirit of God dwells in a man, then the Spirit of God is able to activate and deactivate. You are given the Holy Spirit the express permission to remove every adversary of the enemy and place what the Lord wants to plant in your life. So it's an if. How does the Spirit of God come upon a man? The Spirit of God comes upon a man as a seal. And I was excited when I read Ephesians chapter 1. Please help me with that again. I was so excited because the Holy Spirit is a seal. And it came to us at salvation. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 13. Yeah. Thank you. He said we were sealed after we believed with the Holy Spirit of promise. 
So if you are here this morning and you are saved, you have a seal. You have a seal. And I checked the definition of a seal. Look at it. A seal makes a document authentic and authoritative. So when you have the seal of the Holy Spirit in you, you become authentic. You become authoritative. You become an authentic and a bona fide child of God. Which means the Spirit of God that dwells in you, that raised him from the dead, dwells in you. Therefore, it is able to raise, the de- to, to raise back to life every deadness on your inside. Are you sick? The seal of God is upon you. And the life of God is the seal in you. He said the seal makes a document authentic and authoritative. Another seal, another thing that a seal does is that it brings two things to come together so that nothing is able to come in between. When you seal something, like you glue or gum it together, it's so powerful that that seal will not allow anything to come in between. That is the power of the Holy Spirit. That is the seal you and I have. And this morning I come to tell you that someone here is being released from the clutches of the enemy. Someone here that the enemy has rendered you powerless. Someone here that God has enabled you so much so that you have not been able to realize where God has placed you. I'm here to tell you that you have a seal. I'm here to tell you not to be ignorant of who you are. I'm here to tell you that you are an authentic and a bona fide child of God. Do not allow the enemy to deceive you again. So today I decree a release from the clutches of darkness and decree a release from the assault of the enemy. Today I decree that every insult upon your spirit man is released in the name of Jesus because the soul of the Holy Spirit is here and the soul of the Holy Spirit is here to make you authentic. He's here to make you authoritative. In one minute can you tell Jesus and say, Jesus, I thank you, God, because of your seal upon my life. I thank you because I'm free from the clutches of the enemy. I thank you. I thank you this morning because from today, I begin to accelerate into the future that you have prepared for me. I thank you because you are God all by yourself. And I'd like to end with Ephesians 1. Ephesians 1, 17 to 18. If we have the Amplified Classic, you could please help me. Ephesians 1, 17 to 18. And we just pray and the choir will come for the administration. Is someone in Ephesians 1, 17 to 18? If we can't find a amplified class, you can, you can read the one you have. Hallelujah. This morning, just two prayers. Lord, I ask, O oh God, as your word comes this morning, grant me the spirit of wisdom and revelation. Can we begin to pray? As the word of God comes this morning, Lord, grant me the spirit of wisdom and revelation. The Bible says that He said He will flood our eyes. He said, The eyes of your heart will be flooded with the light to know and understand. So this morning I receive in, my, in the eyes of my spirit the grace that I will be flooded with the light to know and to understand. The eyes of my heart will be flooded with light to know and understand this morning. He who the Son of Man sets free 
is free indeed. And this morning, we know that we are free by the reason of the word. Father, Lord, this morning we thank you. We thank you for the power of the Holy Spirit that is here to clutch down every works of darkness and release us into the motion that you have called us to be. Lord, we thank you this morning because you are doing great and mighty things in our lives. This morning, we thank you because of the Spirit of God which is here to clutch down every demonic activity against our acceleration. Father, Lord, we thank you. We give you all the glory. We give you all the praise. We are free this morning. We understand this morning. We have the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Christ this morning. This morning, we thank you because the eyes of our hearts is flooded with light to know and to understand. For in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. For in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. We see the Lord. Shall we just give to God a big shout of praise and clap our friends to God? Hallelujah. Praise you, the Lord. Amen. Okay, uh, the technical are getting ready. Uh, hallelujah. Praise God. Let me call the choir for the administration. Hallelujah. Choir, please, can you come up for your administration? Praise God. This morning we thank God for his word. And the title of our ministration this morning says still. Still. If we remember what the scripture says in the book of Matthew. When there was this storm in Matthew 8. Jesus just came on board and said be still. He said why are you afraid? Why are you of little faith? So this morning I want to challenge us. To have faith in God and to believe that every storm will be still in the name of Jesus. Jesus commanded the storm and it was still. So with Jesus on our inside and with the seal of the Holy Spirit, every storm will be, will be still in the name of Jesus. If we also look at the book of Psalm, which the song was taken from, Psalm 91. It talks about how God will hide us under his mighty wings. If I read verse 4 of Psalm 91, it says, He will cover you with his wings. He said, You will be safe in his care. His faithfulness will protect and defend you. And I pray this morning, you're looking for protection. You have come to the right place. And the Lord will help us in the name of Jesus. So just minister to the Lord along with us this morning as we sing the song still. Be blessed as you listen in Jesus' name.
before our daddy comes forward we want to sing a hymn unto the lord and it's by one of my favorite hymn writers fanny crosby the hymn says thou my everlasting portion and i pray this morning as we pray this hymn because it's a prayer that god will continually be our everlasting portion and that's our prayer will be to be close to him every day of our lives shall we rise up as we pray this hymn while we sing it thou my everlasting portion
We just want to be close to the Jesus. Lead me through the veil of shadows. Lead me through the veil of shadows. portion thou my to be close to you all along my pilgrim journey Lord I just want to be close to thee I'm not seeking for ease or worldly pleasure with you Lord I'm not seeking for fame or anything Lord God but gladly I will toil and suffer Oh, my baby. 
Father, we thank you that you will grant us this desire as we enter into your world to continually be close to thee. Not for ease, not for worldly pleasure, not for eye service, but that gladly we will toil and suffer. Just let us walk closely with thee. With Jesus' joy this morning, we want to welcome our dear pastor, Pastor Leko Andebayo, as he brings the word of God unto us. Praise the Lord. Let's keep appreciating God. Let's keep appreciating God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. to the Lord and just bless the name of the Lord this morning. Just worship the Lord. Just give him praise. Just appreciate the Lord. Just give oh God all the glory. Just give him all the glory. Just give him all the praise. Just worship the Lord. He is mighty. He is mighty. He is the mighty God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Oh, 
this morning we worship your name we adore you we say blessed be the name of the Lord he is worthy to be praised and you this morning Lord we have come to the place of the altar to receive renewed strength thank you Holy Spirit thank you Holy Spirit just have your way in our midst this morning Blessed be the name. It is you we have worshipped, Lord. It is you we have praised. Thank you this morning, Lord. Blessed be your name, O God. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Put your hands together for the Lord Jesus and take your seat. Hallelujah. Please be seated. Please be seated. And while you are taking your seat, just greet somebody by your right and your left and say, How are you? How was your weekend? How has been life with you? Praise God. Hallelujah. We want to welcome everybody to church this morning and um, we want to bless the name of the Lord. I want us to settle down this morning as we share the word of God together. Hallelujah. 
um, I want us to relax before God. It's time to be blessed. Amen. Amen. And you will be blessed. In the name of Jesus Christ. From the beginning of this month, we've been talking about the month of glory. And um, the Lord has been opening our eyes to see that glory is a function of the entrance of God's word into your life. Praise the Lord. Bible says, pray for us that the word of God may have a free course and that it might be glorified. God glorifies himself when the word of God, when his word have a free course in the life of a man. And from there, we discover that glory actually is when the word of God has a free course in a man's life. Praise the Lord. And that when the word of God is hindered, then time is wasted. Praise the Lord. And we began to see what are those things that can constitute a challenge. We found out that some of the things that can make a man not to have, or some of the things that may not allow the free course of God's word in a man will naturally constitute an hindrance. Praise the Lord. It will constitute an hindrance to that man. And by the grace of God, we began to look at what are those things that can hinder the free course of God's word. What can stop or what can delay the glory of God from radiating upon a man. We found out that three, three things can be responsible. One is that a man can have what is called a delay or the word of God may not have a free course by divine reasons. Praise the Lord. And we looked at that in the story of the people of Israel. And then we went on to see that it is also possible that a man, the glory of God, may not radiate to time in a man's life when there is a demonic intervention. And we come to realize that the demonic intervention that there is could be very, very terrible. Praise the Lord. We found out that there are some certain things that is called the territorial spirit in a particular environment. Praise the Lord. We found out that God had not left us ignorantly. God had opened our eyes to see that demonic forces 
can actually hinder the glory or the free course of God's word in a man's life. They cannot stop the word from them being released, but they can hinder its flow in the life of a man. Praise the Lord. And we saw that in the book of Daniel. As a matter of fact, that took us into a deep study into the book of Daniel, isn't it? And we saw a lot of things in the book of Daniel. How that there is what is called the king of Persia. Praise the Lord. The prince of Persia. And we even this we we equally saw that spiritual warfare is a continuum, meaning that it does not stop. Praise the Lord. You keep dealing with it because we saw that after handling the, the prince of Persia, the the prince of of Greece came, isn't it? And I also told you that you should go and study the book of Daniel. And as you are reading the book of Daniel, you should read the book of Ephesians. Praise the Lord. You will understand very well because the book of Ephesians actually explained the truth, the deeper truth about what the book of Daniel is talking about. Praise the Lord. And he brought it out in the context of who is our own prince. Praise the Lord. And I'm glad to tell you today that the head of all principalities and power is the one that is in charge of your case. Amen. So you don't have to be afraid. Praise the Lord. In fact, the Bible said, you have been lifted. You are seated with Christ. Far above what? Principalities and powers. Praise the Lord. You are seated with Christ. Can you confess that to yourself? I am seated with Christ. Far above what? Principalities and powers. You are seated with Christ. Praise the Lord. So you have the privilege of actually dealing with any principalities and power that might come your way because you are above them by placement. Praise the Lord. That's why I would really love you to read the book of Ephesians so that you will know that battles are won for you. Are you following me? When we said that there are demonic forces, we are not saying, we are not by that undermining the power of God that is available to us. We are only saying that you must understand the war you are fighting. Praise the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. In fact, by the time you get to Ephesians chapter 3, you will discover that why you are a member of the church. I didn't say a church. I said the church. The church is the entire body of Christ. Are we together? Why you are a member of the church is for you to find your location. Because the Bible says, Ephesians 3.10, it said that through this, the manifold wisdom of God can be made known 
to principalities and powers. There is a manifold wisdom of God. Praise the Lord. There is what? A manifold wisdom of God. God does not deal with the devil in power. He deals with the devil in wisdom. And the meaning of that is this. When the devil wants to express the best of his power, God will rope him with his power. Are you following me? God does not fight the devil. He only by wisdom make the devil to destroy himself. Am I talking to you? So we must understand, therefore, that when we are talking about spiritual warfare, we must understand the power that is available to us. Praise the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. And you must know that when you are properly located, that is when you fight reasonably. Praise God. We must understand that there is a war going on. Amen. And we must not shy away from it. It's an ignorant Christian that will undermine spiritual war, spiritual battle that is going on. Are you with me? So we must understand that a spiritual battle is actually going on. Praise God. And today, by the grace of God, I want to look at the third reason that can give a man a delay. Praise God. Praise the name of the Lord. The third reason that can waste a man's time from getting glorified. That is the point where that could make a man or for the glory of a man to be delayed it is that man himself the third thing you know the first one is divine the second one is demonic the third one is what human there are human factors that can delay the manifestation of a man's glory praise the lord and when I'm talking about human factor here, I'm not talking about one witch in your village. Praise the Lord. That's not the human factor we are dealing with now. That one will come under demonic whatever. But we're talking about some of the things that you two can do with your life that will not make that glory to come forth. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. There are some certain things that a man can do. You see, you can enjoy yourself as a man. Amen. And I often tell people, when you come to church, a fellowship is a place where you know what you are supposed to be doing part time. It's where your eyes is opened, instructions given. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. So we want to see that, and I'm going to give you one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Eight reasons, praise God. Eight things that can make you to get delayed, that can make glory, that can affect the, the passing, the, 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 the free course of God's word in your life. Now, the first one I want to talk about is what is called procrastination. Everybody say procrastination. Hallelujah. Everybody say procrastination. Now, what is procrastination? What does it mean to procrastinate? To postpone. To say, oh, this thing, okay, I am going to do it, but uh, I'm going to do it later. Praise the Lord. Now, let me tell you this. 
in the spirit realm. Hmm? The time a spiritual nudge comes upon you is very, very vital. Hallelujah. Don't ever do anything just because you want to do it. Praise the Lord. I want you to know that one of the things that will not allow the word of God to have a free course in a man's life is when that man often procrastinates the nudging of the Holy Spirit in his life. And you know a lot of Christians will do that a lot. Praise the name of the Lord. May you not waste your own time. When you are not doing what you are supposed to do at the given time when it is supposed to be done, then there will be a problem. Praise the Lord. Let me share a scripture with you. Go to the book of John chapter 11. John 11. I'm just going to paraphrase the story there. But where? Can you give me John 11? Okay, now. I want you to see something in this book, of, in, 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 in this scripture. It was the story of Lazarus, isn't it? Yes. 